I don't remember when exactly I read my first comic book, but I do remember exactly how liberated and subversive I felt as a result. Hello and welcome to episode 499 of Under the Call of MS. This is going to be part one of the previews episode of goodies that are going to come out in the future. And we're going to start off with a few comic book reviews to get us going. And we're going to start off with The Batmans and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number 2 of 12. This one just so happens to have a fun little Poison Ivy story where there's like a policeman's party and the mayor supposedly ordered certain corsages for the policeman to wear and the the corsages just happened to cause everybody wearing them to break out in a certain rash and we see who takes over for Batgirl to help out solve the mystery and it's just a fun fun story as usual as Scooby-Doo always is with a fun little twist on all the little things and then there's also a little bonus story for Teen Titans Go Undead, which is a is a special sneak peek for that, which is coming out in the future. And after reading this little fun preview, I definitely want to see where what that story is about. It's I don't really care about the Teen Titans Go characters, but after reading that with the little undead type storyline. I may have to check that one out. So, Next up, we got The Blue Flame, number 10. I don't know. Is this the last issue? We like didn't have any issue for the longest time, and all of a sudden, number 10 came out. But we had to see where Mateo's at, where the baby's at, where the whole future of the, unit, the world is at, and what's up with the alien tribunal, and... What's going to happen when they put the blue flame on the stand and how he's judged and what's going to come of everything. And I was thinking this was going to be a 12 issue run, but I think this is the end of the story. I don't like where it took us in the end. And yeah, it's, it's kind of what I was expecting from it. This run was enjoyable, but it's by Vault Comics, the Blue Flame, based on Wisconsin characters and stuff. And it was just, well, not based on them, but based in Wisconsin for the storyline. And then the characters are just, uh, they live in Wisconsin. So that's why I jumped on this run and just had this feel to me. But, I don't know. I'm really not sure how to take it in the long run. If this is it, oh well. But, I wish we'd have two more issues that gave us a few more answers. But, in reality, we know what the answers are. We knew what they were from the start. Sadly, I was hoping they'd go a different route. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stubborn old prick. What can I say? Next up, we have Bonnier the Aromatic. This is number three from Keen Spot Entertainment. <laughs> Our wonderfully interesting, stinky character. Uh, she just so happens to come across some very stinky cheese that has some attitude and they have to deal with it however they can and we get to meet some interesting people in here also but 
the main focus is dealing with. I don't want to give it away. We got some new materials, new items that are causing different types of powers, different types of effects, and they have to deal with that also in here, her and her little gas mask buddy that sidekick that happens to tolerate her and her smell the best he can. <laughs> but yeah, just an interesting little new addition of some extra powers and items that are happening around the world that they have to deal with. And I'm looking forward to where the rest of it goes. And we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, now we have 8 billion genies. This is number 6 of 8. This story is just so much fun. So interesting. So many things happening. I love the idea, but I did not expect it to go this far. And we're jumping with this book. We're going through the first eight years. The next book, I think, is going to do first eight decades. And then we're going to go eight centuries, maybe. I don't know. We'll just have to see see what happens from there but we learn of different safe havens i guess you could call them certain type of um, environments towns places to live for our characters that may or may not have a genie left and if you do have a genie left, you're allowed in as long as you make deals, I'm sure. If you don't have a genie, you got to play to their beliefs and hope you can get in. If it's a environment you want to be left in with, your, with the rest of the world during this whole genie times. But the way it sounds, and these... Some genies aren't going to get used forever, so this could go on and on and on. But we'll see what happens in the last two issues, and I can't wait. So, but we're going to end it there, and we're going to get back with you with some previews of some stuff coming out in the future right after this. All right, boys and girls, it's that time of the month again to go through the well, to preview the comics and collectibles that will be coming out in the near future that you may or may want to get your hands on at your local comic shop or online or however you buy your items. And we're going to get this going, starting out with Adventures of Carmen Courageous. My mouse is broken, so I got jumps my screen all over the place now so that's going to be fun i can see all right non-stop title carmen is a plucky private eye with a taste for trouble who is always on the lookout for a new case in this action-packed first issue carmen tracks down a missing businessman and inadvertently uncovers a conspiracy by the evil mr risk and his gang of creepy crooks Oh, I don't like this mouse at all. We're going to have to swap these out. This ain't going to go over well with me. <laughs> yeah, Almighty, number one by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere, The Warning. Writer-artist Edward LaRouche returns to comics with a five-issue epic. Mad Max Fury Road style action combines with the mutated horror of, of, of Annihilation in this original sci-fi fantasy epic for mature readers. The year is 2098. In a third world America, ravaged by economic collapse, anarcho-warfare, and a mysterious environmental disaster, 
contained behind a massive wall, a girl has been abducted and the killer has been hired to find her and bring her home. The adventure begins in a spectacular double-length first issue with 38 pages of story and no ads for the regular price of, well, yeah, check the price at your shop. It says $3.99, but who knows? Maybe you'll find it in a bargain bin. All right, this is hard to do with this little mouse issue. I don't like it. It's driving me crazy. All right, I was curious about this one. We got Ancient Enemies, the Genie, number one. This is a one-shot. It's Frank Miller Presents. Spinning out of the pages of Ancient Enemies, we spotlight the Genie, a mysterious half-human, half-alien creature born from the wreckage of a crashed spaceship. This book reveals his secret origin as he struggles with his alien birthright and his mission to kill an, an opponent he never met. Written by Kevin Van Hook. Art by Jose Luis. And there's a monster variance and stuff you can get. So if it didn't quite catch my ear as I thought, I seen something about it in the Frank Miller thing coming up. So that's why I wanted to check it out and see what it was. We got And We Love You by Scout Comics. I don't know if this is a one-shot, a trade, or what. It can't be a trade for that price. Uh, in the throes of a violent dystopian war, a young soldier perishes on the battlefield and begins to bleed out all her memories. Mixing heart-wrenching emotions with stunningly gripping visuals, this is the tale of one woman's life, death, and the love which transcends both. A brand new epic from the world of Ringo-nominated Commander Rao. Okay, I'm going to try a little... I don't know how that won't work either. Well... Could I do that? I think I can. I'm going to try something. Taking a risk. Oh, no. Just dropped my connection. Freaking electronics, tiny little pieces, fat fingers. <laughs> Doesn't want to work. All right, does it go? Okay, yeah, this will work. I have two computers running this when I do this program. One recording, one for looking stuff up. So I just swapped mice. So my laptop mouse is working on my desktop better than my desktop mouse worked for my desktop. All right, let's get back to the goodies and get me to shut the hell up. <laughs> Archie Comic or Archie Jumbo Comics Digest number three thirty-seven. We always check these because they might have new stories. That's about the only ongoing things I go into. It's by Archie Comics. Three brand new stories. First, Snowman, Woe Man, Snowman, Woe Man. Jelly Bean is. Excited because the popular kids network character, Sammy the Snowman, is going to appear at Riverdale's ice skating rink. Jughead and Archie agree to bring her to the event, but when the big day comes, word is out that Sammy has to cancel. Can Archie and Jughead save the day and cheer Jellybean and the rest of the neighborhood kids up? Then, in The Ghost of Grimlock Island... Superheroes The Shield and Wizard have sent the boy buddies to investigate rumors of a ghost on Grimlock Island. Little Archie, who often goes fishing on the island, has made friends with its sole inhabitant, a hermit called Harry. Harry isn't happy about these ghostly rumors. He doesn't want his peaceful island 
overrun by tourists and ghost hunters, can little Archie team up with Harry to scare the boy buddies away? And finally, in Detective for a Day, Archie and Jughead happen to walk right into the middle of a fight scene between Fu Chang and a gang of criminals. As Fu Chang takes them down, Archie and Jughead's eyes widen with excitement and decide right then that that they too want to be awesome crime-fighting detectives like him. Will they be able to learn from the master, or will they get under the skin before he can give them a taste for taste of the detective life? That one's not bad. Those three stories sound kind of fun, but I can't buy the digest because that's something that I end up getting for presents throughout the year from different people, so... I leave those alone and just stick with my Archie one-shots and stuff. I got Archie Showcase Digest, number 12, by Archie Comics. Got a cool Archie's in the... The Archie's and Josie and the Pussycats, Battle of the Bands cover. Archie's Showcase Digest returns, this time with some musical mayhem collecting the full storylines of the Archies and Josie and the Pussycats and the history-making Archie loves Valerie. Get ready to rock out and fall in love with this hilarious, humonious collection of stories. Yeah, I wonder how many pages that is then, if it's got all those in there. It's... That would be a good one to grab onto. I like the bands when they get together. Next up, Archie Valentine's Day Spectacular 2023. Can't have Halloween Valentine's Day without something with Archie and his little sluts. (laughs) But we got Archie's Valentine's Day Spectacular 2023 by Archie Comics. Love is in the air with a brand new story to kick off this collection of romance tales. In More Than Meets the Eye, a new student has arrived at Riverdale High. Cassie Cloud is tall, confident, funny, and catching all the guys' attention, much to the chagrin of the girls. But she doesn't seem interested in the most popular guys in school. Instead, she's been hanging with the likes of Randolph, Dilton, Antonio, Raj, and even Frankenstein. What can Archie and Reggie do to get her attention without catching the ear of Betty and Veronica? The Short Kings rise in the new Valentine's Tale, plus a collection of su- a collection of sweet stories perfect for the special someone. So I like to get the holiday one shots, but yeah, I don't know. And it does have a new character, so I might have to check it out. But just another another gale for Archie to try and go slut around with. And it's like guys gotta settle down one of these days. Avengers End Times, Marvel Tales number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. The Avengers reunite with one of their own, long believed dead, as we celebrate the legacy of the House of Ideas with Marvel Tales. This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan favorite characters, features timeless stories, and highlights some of Marvel's most impressive talent from the past eight decades. And in Avengers 2010, number 31 to 34, the explosive climax of writer Brian Michael Bendis' long and revolutionary run, featuring the artwork of Mike Mayhew, Brandon Peterson, Terry Dodson, and a galaxy of stars. A distress call from an unknown ally 
leads Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and Giant Man into the microverse. But who has summoned them? Has the has Mystery Avenger only succeeded in luring their teammates to their doom at the hands of the lethal Lord Gozar? And who shall rescue the rescuers? Avengers reassemble. Okay, Banshees. Banshees. Number one of five by Scout Comics. Emily is entering her first year of college and looking to reinvent herself after the loss of her best friend. But when she discovers the terrible history of her dormitory, she channels her guilt into a new obsession, discovering the truth about the lion, a serial killer that stalked her college campus for nearly a decade. But old ghost can lay dormant for only so long. Yeah, it's probably Archie. He's never going to leave school and never going to settle down. He's like hunting down all the gales from the dark depths of the dark halls in the college dorm rooms. <laughs> All you can see is the red hairs on his head. <sighs> Barbarella Center Cannot Hold Number One by Dynamite Entertainment. Beyond the edge of known space lies the unnameable myth, gods, malevolent force. No one knows. No one but the one force in the universe that can stand against the unnameable. The architects. Hidden guides of our galaxy for untold eons. Enter Barbarella on a desperate quest to find and convince the architects that a war with the unnameable will spell the death of every living thing. Get ready for tension, excitement, espionage, and the secret of how to defeat an empire. Fun, romance, and cosmic adventure beyond the furthest reaches of the galaxy. I have the old Barbarella runs from the 90s, but Never really checked him out, so didn't know what she, she was much about. But. Oh, they have a Batman family classic Q Master figurine figure from Quantum Mechanics. And it's got Batman with all his little kitties all on his shoulder, all his Robins and Batgirl and <laughs> So if you like all those characters, fan of the Bat family, that's a perfect one for you. Got a little bite of a price tag on it. They have a ton of these, like golden, golden black or style pins coming out this month from Zen Monkey Studios LLC. The one that stood out the most to me was the Beavis and Butthead ZMS 10th Anniversary Limited Edition pin. But they got a lot of cool, cool ones coming out this month and probably some more every month for the next few. But there's a Belladonna Fire and Fury Shield Maiden set of five comics from Boundless Comics. There's a Belladonna Fire and Fury Shield Maiden set of B, five more comics from Boundless Comics. And there's a Belladonna Frenzy Bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. Next up, we got Betty and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest number 311 by Archie Comics. Three brand new stories. First, in Influence This, Veronica is always trying to be an influencer on Flip-Flop. With mixed results, Betty points out that she tries too hard with all her lip-syncing 
dance routines and over-the-top fashion displays. But when something unexpected gets Veronica 2 million views, she's going to need to keep up appearances and call in a favor for someone unexpected. How can Jughead's little sister Jellybean help Veronica achieve her influencer dreams? Next, little Betty and Veronica are touring the Montgomery Military Academy at Veronica's uncle's suggestion. The school's commandant assigns the boy buddies to escort the girls, but Betty and Veronica notice someone that catches their eye. And it's not a cute boy. The two are on the case to track down someone they think might be up to no good. With the boy buddies by their sides, finally in Ransom, with the boy buddies by their sides. Finally, in Ransomware Beware, Lodge Industries was hit with a ransomware attack. If Mr. Lodge doesn't pay $100 million, all of the company's Mentoring, or all the company's computers could be wiped. This looks like a job for Detective Fu Chang. Fu Chang believes the hackers have been posing as high school students. With his guidance and mentoring, Archie volunteers to go undercover and pretend to be a master hacker with the hopes of being recruited by them so he can expose their operation. But can Archie pull pull off this high-tech heist? I doubt it. He'll screw it up and (laughs) end up costing Mr. Lodge twice as much money, probably. All right. We got Beyond the Farthest Star, one to four reader set by American Mythology. If you were ever wanting to get into that run, it Did you miss out on this awesome Edgar Rice Burroughs sci-fi adventure? Get all four issues in a handy reader pack to catch up on the the out-of-the-world, on this out-of-the-world action. I mean, isn't that like four comics? Couldn't you just put it into a trade paperback? Don't know. But it's by American Mythology if you want to check it out. We have Bill and Ted, The Princesses, number one of four by Opus Comics. After they escaped medieval England, but before they changed the world as wild stallions, Princess Joanna and Elizabeth were showing the ins and outs and ins and out er, and in and outs of 1980s America with Rufus as their most excellent guide, plus a daring tale of Joan Van- Joan of Arc. So I love the Joan of Arc character. They're hitting the 80s finally, getting somewhere fun. That one might not be bad, but I'll wait and get the trade version, see if it has any extra bonuses in it. There's Black Tape, number one of four by Artist, writers, and artisans, AWA. Jack King was a rock and roll god who projected projected a stage persona on par with the devil. After Jack dies on stage, his widow Cindy grapples with grief and struggles to protect his legacy. Unaware that she is being surrounded by dark forces that covet the master tapes to Jack's final unreleased album, a heavy metal masterpiece that just might open the doorway to hell. A story about music opening up the depths of hells or bringing demons to life and stuff? That's not new. (laughs) I can't help it. I want some fancy new stories. Less repetitiveness. We got Blood Tree number one by Image Comics. Series premiere. Two obsessed New York Police Department detectives hunt a vicious butcher called the Angel Killer. 
a sociopath who preys on the innocent family members of known murderers in order to purify the rest of society. From Comics Super Team, Peter Thomas, Peter J. Thomas, and Maxim Simi comes a story that confronts the battle of nature versus nurture, considers how present and future generations are tainted by past generations, and asks the age-old question, who must pay for the sins of the fathers, and perhaps even the sins of the mothers? Again, I hate your family, you hate my family, let's battle. Let's kill each other off. None of us deserve to own anything. We're better than you are. Type stories. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am so bored with so many of these stories. Lines. They. This one. Michael Avon Oming. Love his stuff. That I've checked out so far. So. Who knows, this might be a promising one. Blue Book Number 1 by Dark Horse Comics. From the New York Times best-selling and award-winning creators of Something is Killing the Children, The Nice House on the Lake, The Department of Truth, and Powers, comes this ambitious non-fiction comic book experience depicting true stories of UFO abductions with an eye to capturing the strange essence of those encounters. In this debut issue, Tinian presents what he calls his true weird stories. Tales of ordinary people encountering the strange and the impossible. Teaming with artist Michael A. Bauman, they retell some of the most popular UFO and alien encounter accounts, starting with the infamous Betty and Barney Hill abduction, the widely publicized and very first abduction that went on to shape and influence all future encounter stories. Also includes the short, true weird, Coney Island. By James Tinian IV, Klaus Janssen, and Aditi Tiabidkari. Something like that. Sorry about that. I'm not good at saying different names and languages. That's a good one for you sci-fi folk. We got some Boglins trading card set box by Dynamite Entertainment. Let's see, what's a Boglin? For the first time ever, celebrating the 35th anniversary of the groundbreaking toys, this set features art and photography of everyone's favorite swamp creatures. Every individual foil pack includes 10 collectible trading cards with randomly packed base cards, line art cards, puzzle cards, and special foil vintage paper and sign cards. Every box features one of six special box topper cards and full-color hand-drawn unique sketch cards. Must A must for every Boglins fan and collector. I guess they're kind of like little ogre type thing, creatures or some, some little type demon creature they kind of look like. Not sure. Yes, they're the new Cabbage Patch, not Cabbage Patch Kids, the one that's out right now with the, all the comic runs, and they got the crossover with the Mad Balls, which these kind of look like little Mad Balls faces on these guys. Uh, garbage Pail Kids, that's it. All right, Bram Stoker Monster Hunter number one by Aftershock Comics. The writing team behind, uh, we don't care about that. Memories Let's see. A young and troubled Bram Stoker discovers there's a secret hiding 
in his new workplace of Dublin Castle. One that will either end his life or change it forever. Uh, A new take on the origins of the most monstrous legend of them all. One that we dare to sink your teeth into. doesn't say I mean is it basing it off of Dracula like, it doesn't really say what's creature they're after or what's going on so I don't know I might just pick it up just so the wife can check it out for her Bram Stoker's collection doesn't say how many the run's gonna be and it's not a one shot so at Changelings, number one of seven. This is by Vizate Entertainment. Visa 8, V-I-S-I, and then the number eight. Changelings tells the story of a demon named Arga, who much must match wits and strength against Darwan, a human raised by spirits in a dark and desolate world. In this first issue, Darwana sends a giant kaiju to attack the city of Jakarta. Indonesia and Arga must travel there to stop its swath of destruction. I can honestly say, so far, nothing's really grabbing me. Let's see, do we have time? Nah, we'll stop it there. And I'll get back with some more in a little bit. Alright, next up we got Chilling Adventures Betty the Final Girl One-Shot by Archie Comics. Veronica has invited Betty to her luxurious mountaintop chalet for a cozy weekend of skiing. But their girl's weekend is interrupted when Archie shows up and whisks Veronica off there on their own snowy romantic adventure. What could go wrong at a fancy remote cabin in the mountains all by herself? Betty's mind races and she can't tell fact from fiction as she suddenly realizes she might not be so alone. Is Betty having too much in the horror movies she's watched? Believing too much in a horror movie she's watched? Or is someone or something really out to get her? Find out in this brand new horror anthology one-shot that's equal parts scream and when a stranger calls. It's a one-shot, so I'll probably get it. If it would have been an ongoing run, I would have waited and maybe done the trades. Depending on how long it went out on Forb. We got... Chopping Black. Oh, no, that's a number two. We haven't got number one yet, so we can't really tell you much about that one yet. Cosmic Cadets Book One Contact Trade Paperback by IDW Publishing. Strap in for a colorful and action-packed space adventure about friendship, family, and fear of the unknown. Humanity has gone to the stars. And the ESS Kanshu and its crew are leading the charge to explore the gallery. The galaxy, not the gallery. As the son of the ship's captain, Jimmel might not always live up to his mom's expectations. But right now, he and his friends might be the galaxy's only hope. After they're stranded on a strange alien planet, they'll have to do what their parents couldn't. Explore the surface, discover the secrets of the terrifying race that lives there, and try to prevent a full-scale war. In their debut graphic novel, Ben Crane and Mimi Alves 
serve up a heartfelt, thrilling, and vividly colorful and and escapade about kids taking the lead for middle grade readers who are ready to seek out new lives of their own. Uh, I don't know how many middle graders got spaceships that they're going to jump on and go searching for life. Good luck. (laughs) Cosmic Ghost Rider, Volume 2, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. And they're going to give us more information in a different previews. So Marvel is going to keep doing that, putting them in this one and then talking about them in the next ones. Crash Bandicoot's fans. There's a pretty cool Crash Bandicoot 9-inch PVC statue available by Dark Horse. We got Creepy Archives Volume 1 Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Gather your wooden stakes and silver bullets and descend into horror history with Creepy Archives Volume 1. Reanimated in a value-priced paperback format and in its original magazine size, this gruesome grimoire presents some of the finest work by comics legends Archie Goodwin, Frank Frazetta, Al Williamson, Reed Crandell, Alex Toth, Joe Orlando, and more. Collects Creepy Magazine issues number one to five, and includes original letters, pages, text, features, and ads. <clears throat> I love how they do these facsimile things and keep the old ads and all that. Kind of bummed that they're going to go with this the old creepy size, though. I don't like that, but it'll fit with your creepy collection, so if you got the old school collection and you want the new school version of it i'd rather have a new school version that's comic size then i would have definitely jumped on it but i'm not sure right now yeah think about that we got dan parsons jade vampire number one by american mythology Monster Master Dan Parsons delivers his stark gray toned creature feature, Jade Vampire, in a single glorious issue. The story, originally serialized in American mythology monsters, is told the way it was meant to be read, in a single horrifying sitting. Dr. J. Jones is a dedicated scientist sworn to find a cure for a rare blood disease that has afflicted her family for generations. Morbius! <clears throat> Sorry, I had a cough there. When her own son develops a severe case of the disease, Jade does the unthinkable and injects herself with a highly dangerous experimental vaccine. Jade's motives are noble, but she is killed by the experimental vaccine. Her lifeless form is entombed in her family crypt on the outskirts of New Orleans, only to arise a week later as a full-fledged vampire, complete with all the unique characteristic qualities of that dread creature of the night. This issue comes with three covers, main cover. Really? I mean, no. I'm getting frustrated now. <laughs> there better be something good that pops up pretty damn soon. This is kind of cute, though. Dark Souls fans. Or people that aren't fans of Dark Souls, if you like wolves, I think this, when me and the wife, my wife, used to collect wolf stuff, I used to, I would have loved to have this little dude in the collection, but we don't care for them, that stuff anymore, so, it, they got Dark Souls Great Grey Wolf Sif SD statue from, well, standard edition statue from Dark Horse Comics. Got the wolf howling, the little mini wolf, and got the sword in the 
stuck in the ground in front of it. We have Dead Fellows number one by Scout Comics. Nonstop title. Pete Miller has just gotten out of the his two-year relationship, reeling from the chaos of it all without friends or family around. As he moves into his new awful one-bedroom apartment, Pete attempts to take his own life, but is stopped by a benevolent ghost. Moved by the kindness of this supernatural stranger, Pete sets out to bond with this ghost at all costs, but he quickly learns he doesn't understand the paranormal or their intentions. Well, no shit. Nobody understands the paranormal. <laughs> Draculina, blood simple. <laughs> Let me guess, a bloodthirsty vampire is just ravishing herself in blood <laughs> by Dynamite Entertainment. Number one, Vampirella's hateful, self-absorbed town or town twin is back in a new volume, and this time her vampire privilege entitlement is failing. Her as a vampirette. Her preteen other self has become a literal mirror image of the life she could have had. And person should have and person should could have become if she wasn't. This is what I'm trying to read here. I know this can't sound right. You know, Draculina. Also, Lilith has returned and the meddling vampire M.M. from Hell is determined to reunite her estranged daughters while Levy, a mysterious sea creature, intends to crash the family reunion. Sounds like too many daughters and duplicates and replicants and... Yeah... We got Vampirella. Why the hell do we need any other ones? <laughs> Lunchbox collectors, they have a Dune tin tote. And Dune collectors, I should say, because this would be great to keep your Dune collectibles in if you needed to. It's by Factory Entertainment. But they have these, they call them tin, tin totes, but they're basically the old metals school lunch boxes without the thermos in it. It's just a square tin. But they have cool designs on them, so if you like those, check them out. I know I bought one from last month's catalog. I bought the Munsters. So. And this month's catalog has one that I know I'm going to get too. We got Dungeons and Dragons Saturday morning Adventures, number one, by IDW Publishing, kind of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle they want run they did recently. Long before the world turned upside down and new generations discovered D&D, six kids boarded a magical roller coaster and were transported to the Forgotten Realms. Noble Ranger Hank, intrepid, intrepid, accurate, Acrobat Diana, Quiet Thief Sheila, Impulsive Barbarian Bobby, Fearful Cavalier Eric, and Uncertain Magician Presto only want to get back to their own world. But escaping the realms has turned out to be much harder than getting there. Danger lurks at every turn. The enigmatic dungeon master is less than helpful. And Venger, the force of evil, will stop at nothing to get his hands on the magical weapons the kids have come to rely on. To top it off, Hank has made a startling discovery. Despite the dangers, Sheila, Bobby, Diana, and the others aren't so sure they want to go home after all. 
Why would you want to go home if you get sucked into a game that you love and enjoy? We got Escape the Living Dead, Hunger Bag set of five comics by Avatar Press. We have Evanescence, Heartbroken One-Shot by Opus Comics. From Grammy Award-winning rock band Evanescence, My Heart is Broken adapts one of the band's biggest hits in short stories. Created by an all-star cast of creators, the fiery ballad is brought to life by Moira McHugh, Valeria Romanazzi, and Kelly McKernan. My eyeballs are going like all blotchy. Hope I don't have some optical neuritis shit starting up again. Alright, I got Fallen Number One by Red Five Comics. Casper Clay, an ancient warrior and immortal servant of Zeus, turned private detective, navigates the murky depths of a criminal underworld to solve the murder of a god at the hands of a mysterious killer. As he gets closer to unraveling the truth, he learns that there may be more at stake than solving a case. Next up, we got Fantasy Comics Gallery number one, one shot by Antarctic Press. Steal your nerves and ready your eyes for a grand adventure. A collection of sword and sorcery imagery by Antarctic's premier fantasy artist, stalwart heroes and heroines, menacing monsters, damsels, and perhaps dudes in distress enough to satisfy the requirements of any campaign. And this is but a hefty foretaste of the quality to expect in the fantasy comics main series coming this spring. So this is just a teaser comic. You're putting it out as a one-shot and charging regular price. Should have put it out as a discount, bargain type thing. We got Fortune and Glory trade paperback by Dark Horse Edition by Dark Horse Comics. Okay, Fortune and Glory invites readers to gaze in wonder at the dizzying varieties of stupidity displayed of stupidity displayed by studio executives and to share in the enthralling mood swings and ego nosedives of a small-time comic book creator as he rides the emotional roller coaster of freelance film production this comprehensive trade paperback edition includes the complete story from the original three issue, I didn't realize this was from that. Yeah. I thought this was something new, but guess not. This I'm curious about. It's a Game Station Wireless W Data East and Jellico Hits System by Dream Gear LLC. From Dream Gear. Dream Gear brings you the best in data east. Bad dudes, caveman, ninja, burger time, karate champ, heavy barrel, breakthrough, side pocket, and D wings. Angelico has goal, bases loaded, one, two, three, and four, racket attack, and hoops, titles with the game station wireless HD. This console also includes over 250 retro-inspired video games and connects by an HD cable to bring you high-definition gameplay. Two wireless controllers are included for head-to-head competition to see who is the best gamer. Uh, Controllers kind of got like a Sega-style feel crossed over with Xbox. I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of looking at this. have to check it out, see if I can find some more information on it. But if you 
pre-purchase it, you can get a decent price. It's going to retail out. It looks like 55 bucks. So we'll see. Gangster ass barista has a trade paper back out. Like that's one I was considering checking out. So that's why I have it in my list. That's from black mass comics. So if you missed out on the individuals, you can get that one. They have a Gargoyles number one facsimile edition of the original Gargoyles comic by Dynamite Entertainment. They have a Ghostbusters Christmas wreath logo enamel pin. It's basically got the ghost and the Ghostbusting logo, but it's a Christmas wreath with the cross, cross going out across the ghost's chest. It's by Icon Heroes. There's a really cool-looking G.I. Joe Gallery Storm Shadow PVC statue by Diamond Select. It's got Storm Shadow in a nice snowy environment. It just it looks cool with him jumping in the air with his sword out. Then they have a God is Dead number one to six wrap covers bag set of six comics by Avatar Press. They also got Number 13 to 18, number 19 to 24, number 25 to 30, number 31 to 36, number 37 to 42, number 43 to 48B, and of course number 7 to 12. Uh, All of which I'm hoping come to the whole complete collection because that's quite a few comics. But yeah. Something for you to check out if you're into the God is Dead run. And we got Godfell number one by Vault Comics. One sunny day in the land of Kiratham, God falls dead from the sky. The impact sends out shockwaves that draw in royal families at war. Shadowy creatures of the dark and armies of the dispossessed, all coming to lay claim to the parts of God's bodies, body. Into this power struggle wanders Zanzi, Bulin, a soldier, berserker, and berserker trying to get home from a years-long war, forced to fight her way through the strange landscapes in and on God's corpse, from the soles of its feet through the top of its head, Zanzi will acquire a mysterious traveling companion on her own pilgrimage. I mean, seriously, God falls dead and all the warring bodies of humans and all the murderers and stuff are all going to come together and then try and take the body parts. <laughs> So if you read the Ten Commandments, thou shall not kill. If you do kill, you can become a pope. You can <laughs> become the savior. I don't know. This world is so ass backwards. Godzilla rivals Mothra versus Titanosaurus. Number one, one shot. By IDW Publishing. A Mothra cocoon has washed ashore near a big city, and a team of kaiju specialists has been deployed to study it. The team of scientists has discovered that the kaiju of the world may have a way of telepathically communicating with each other as a way to mark their individual stomping grounds. Haven't we figured out that like a long time ago in the Godzilla movies? I remember all that and have brought along an experimental device that they hope will detect this field of telepathic energy so that they can tune into Mothra's frequency and chart its migration patterns in the future. When they activate the device, however, they are shocked to discover that there are two sources of these telepathic waves, the cocoon and the kaiju beneath the ocean. Titanosaurus detecting an intruder on its turf. Titanosaurus surfaces and closes in on the cocoon. 
leveling anything in its way. The scientists scramble to transport the cocoon out of range in the hopes that it will pacify Titanosaurus and keep the cocoon from hatching early. Hey, all these giant creatures that have these parts of the earth that they claim control on or whatever, they just hibernate there all the time. They never come out to eat ever or anything. And you'd think they'd be popping up all over the place every now and then. If you missed out on the Golden Rage run, they have the Volume 1 trade paperback by Image Comics coming out. I was thinking about getting it, but it looks like they're going to be splitting it up between volumes. I was hoping it was going to be one one trade. So I don't know if I will or not. I haven't heard anybody talk about it, so I heard a couple people, but it wasn't nothing. Nothing that just pulled me in or anything. We got Golden Record One Shot by Silver Sprocket. A bilingual English-Spanish poetry magazine and autofiction chapbook luxuriously written and illustrated by award-winning graphic novelist Rosemary Valero O'Connell. An amalgamation of words and images brought together to become more than the sum of their parts, exploring the body as the site of and host of all pleasure and pain. So I don't get what that is. I don't know what a chat book is. Yeah, looks like poetry, hippy dippy cover, drop some acid, read a book. Hopefully you'll understand it. <laughs> I guess that's what they're going for. And we got Gretzel. Seeds of Despair one shot by Xenoscope Entertainment. Gretzel and Calabar must travel to South America as they hunt for the next piece in Mother Margaret's deadly puzzle. But when they encounter a witch who forces them to look into their past and face their greatest sins, can they come out of it with their souls intact? These are all usually pretty good runs by Xenoscope. I pick and choose as I see ones that catch my ear, then I'll grab them. That one, eh, not so much. Got Hallow's Eve number one by Marvel Comics. And they're not going to give us a picture or a description, so you can guess whatever you want. I'm guessing I'm not buying it because I don't see shit about it. It's like last month's catalog was like this too, and I was told that they are just that by me reading them online, I'm getting ones that won't be out until the next catalog. And that's why I'm not getting the pictures and descriptions. All they never came out in the next catalog. They got all new ones with pre no pictures or descriptions than the last one. So I don't know. I'd like to know what's up with like the Silver Surfer one that was supposed to come out and stuff. But didn't hear nothing new so far. We got Harrower number one by Boom Studios. There's nothing to fear in the quaint town of Harrow, New York, except that it that is for the Harrower. The children with wish this boogeyman was just an urban legend, but this purveyor of puritanical vengeance against the unrighteousness is very real, and there's no escape. Because the harrower seems unkillable and spans generations, always returning. What secrets will Alice Young, a teenage girl obsessed with the harrower, uncover? And will she be able to escape the pole 
of her morbid fixation, this 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 deconstruction of the slasher genre is the fresh and terrifyingly grounded take is perfect for fans of Bone Orchard and the Closet. And some kids in a school will probably use the name of the harrower uh, so they can go around stabbing someone or something stupid like that. What happened? Heavy Metal, Volume 2, Number 1, by What Not Publishing and Heavy Metal. To commemorate the passing of our friend Kim Jong-ji, this special cover honors his final contribution to Heavy Metal, the master artist who inspired millions with his sprawling, elaborate, Live drawings and the incredible brushwork that appeared everywhere from museum exhibitions and galleries to comic art published by Marvel, DC, and more gave joyously to the creative community to the very last. And we are endlessly grateful for the opportunity to include his work in our new beginning. The legendary sci-fi fantasy and horror magazine commemorates the start of its 46th year with a brand new number one issue featuring original stories and serials and designed as a jumping on point for new readers authors they got a bunch of them authors and artists but i guess if you're into this heavy metal and stuff they're starting brand new Heavy Metal always had cool artwork and stuff, but stories weren't anything that pulled me in. And they have a Hellboy 2 Tin Tote by Factory Entertainment, another lunchbox thing, but we're out of time here, so we'll get back with more goodies sometime soon. <laughs> 